and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GG God in Games podcast. Today is going to be another fantastic episode, and from the looks of it, it's also going to be an earlier episode than you guys have been getting, so I hope you guys enjoy that as well. Just a little update, I got the podcast art out literally like a few minutes ago, and I hope you guys are enjoying it. I worked on it. I know I said I was going to get it done on Sunday. I did not know what I was getting into when I said that, like I thought I had an idea, but in reality, man, that took all week for me just, you know, kind of working at it and there, there was a whole lot. It's, uh, it was a whole fiasco, but I did get it done and my apologies. I was not true to my word on when I said I would get it out, but I hope you guys still enjoy the art itself. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, without further ado, let's get into the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so welcome to our Jesus Talk segment, and this is going to like kind of start off as kind of an update segment and then kind of go into the Jesus Talk segment itself, but for the update itself, uh, it's more me personally, uh, so our family got hit with the COVID um, actually on Sunday, Saturday-ish, I believe I had it that Thursday, so um if the last week's episode sounded a little weird, that may have been why, just because I was not doing so hot. So I got COVID and the rest of my family got COVID. And that was also kind of, I mean, not as an excuse, like I should have gotten the podcast art out when I said I would. And I'm sorry, guys, that is my bad. Um, but COVID definitely was a factor for me this week and just like kind of slowed everything down, which was also kind of a good thing, you know, um, not not for the podcast art thing, but just kind of for the rest of my life, just to kind of like slow down and be like, hey, you're not doing well. Your family's not doing well. Let's take a breather. And I had like some really interesting and uh, really good kind of um this week, God really spoke to me um, and is still speaking to me through like just like where my heart is at and um, like in the things like he, he really uh, had me take my hands off the reins when it comes to planning and like like figuring out what we're going to do because like spring break, you know, you want to just like go right into it, go into whatever you want to do. Like, this is my time to relax. But he kind of was like, you know what? It's, it's not your time. It's my time. And I've given it to you and I want you to enjoy it, but you need to enjoy it. Not on your own accord, but through me. So it went from like me, like being super afraid, which was not the way he wanted me to go. Um, and just being like, Oh, I don't want to do this. This is cause I'm scared. You're not going to like it. And then it went to me saying, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not afraid. I'm just going to go in and do whatever I want, which is also not the way. And it kind of came around and it, I'm still learning, but it, it came around to this point where it's like, you know, I, I, I should not be afraid. There's no fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. But I also cannot try, I cannot like take hold of the reins of my life and try and think uh, like I cannot like decide the way that I don't know how to truly have fun. That's not saying like I've never done fun things or I don't like I, I, I'm not a fun person or I don't like to have fun. No, but like God knows way better than me how to have fun, even though I may think I know how to f have fun. He ultimately knows more and he knows what's best for me. Fun aside, he knows what's best for me. So I just really had to not be afraid, not be afraid because I was I was letting go of the reins and then being afraid that God would give me something that I think I didn't need or didn't want. But in reality, it was what was best for me. Or I was like being super stoic and be like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. And neither of those worked out in the end. And at, at least from, from the viewpoint now, it seems, you know, God could have something else in mind. But from where I'm at right now, it seems like he's saying, Hey, don't be afraid, but trust me that I am going to take care of this. And that, that ultimately really sounds like him because perfect love casts out all fear. There's no fear in perfect love, but I also need to trust him. I can't try and take hold of my life. So that's how my past week has gone. Um, 
just kind of spiritually. And it was, it was really, really tough. And, um, I had some really, really tough times just like, you know, getting really upset and not knowing where I was, but God is always there with us. He remembers that we are dust. He remembers that we are not perfect. We are anything but perfect. And he still loves us in spite of that. God loves us so, so very much. And this is kind of a good segue into what I'm going to be talking about in the Jesus Talk segment today. I listened to a Timothy Keller podcast that I am going to put into the show notes on, um, I think it was equity. Maybe it was equity. Ah, hold up. Give me integrity, integrity. And just like telling the truth, not like, like, he, so he's been going over the Sermon on the Mount and uh, in different episodes. In this episode, it was on integrity. And it was talking about the part where Jesus in that famous passage, and well, in the, the whole uh, Sermon on the Mount is a super famous um, passage. But one of the famous verses is, uh, or I'm not sure if it's like a part of the verse or whatever, but it is, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And I feel like um, he like was talking about different ways that we can lie and try and bend the truth because ultimately like lying lying never lying is always going to catch up to you whether you believe it or not and um like when you lie like you know it's not you when you lie you're literally keeping the truth from someone else like you are like you know what the truth is and you're keeping it from them and he gave examples and like one that really really hit me was uh the it's a like a lie where it's like you let's say you like walk into a room and people are like they're doing a horrible job and you're like they're like how are we doing and you're like ah, it's it's nice it's it, it's 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 looking good like that's like totally me because i hate seeing people you know like um just like torn down and i'm like i don't want to tear you down but this really sucks and like i i really really struggle with that so like this is one of the ways that we can lie is by like bending the truth in that way and ultimately like that is not good like we cannot lie it's not just good like this this is like this is a sin level like sin the condemnation of our souls the eternal separation from god this is the level that lying is on and um like it just that I felt like the sermon really hit me and there are there are a lot of points in there that are really good and I really really recommend that you listen to it I'm not going to hit all of the points he talked about in this podcast but one at the very end I feel like really really hit me and it was really really powerful um how when when Jesus died like we we didn't deserve or we didn't deserve what Jesus did for us see like we our like our lying and our iniquity and our evils and wrongdoings like that was all like on us and god he took the like he took the same if we're looking in this reality of sin he took the same oath as us to not sin and he had he was perfect he did not sin and we sinned and we deserve that condemnation and that, that eternal separation from him. But he loved us so, so very much that he came and he said, no, I'm going to take their condemnation on me. And he took for every single person, every wrong thing they've done from a simple, simple lie to the darkest of sins. He took it all on himself and paid for it all. And I mean, every sin, every sin is the same. It's not like one sin is more sinful than the other. All sins are sinful and equally as terrible. And Jesus took them all on himself. He took it all on his shoulders. And he gave this famous, uh, uh, this, I, I believe it was a quote from whether it was a play or a book or something like that, but a famous quote. And it was, or maybe it was a hymn, but I, I don't remember ex exactly, but it was um, something along the lines of when my enemy will tell me of all my sins and my wrongdoing wrongdoings i will take them in a thousand more because jehovah knows none and it's just this reality that with with jesus i can i can take the truth like because without jesus when we take he gave this example in acts where um the pharisees slap peter um while he's like getting ready to he's like on trial and peter says you slap me because i told you the truth and when we don't 
when our when our like our firm foundation and belief is something other than Jesus, when the truth hits us, it like we like we don't we cannot handle that. We cannot handle that truth when it hits us, and then therefore that is why they slap back. They slapped out because we just cannot handle the truth when something other than Jesus is our foundation. But when Jesus is our foundation, when Jesus is at our right hand guiding us and helping us, man, we can take all of our sins and all every single sin we've ever committed thrown at us when we're brought down by other people people or other things or circumstances we cannot control we will sing and rejoice because we know that jesus the king of kings the lord of lords knows none of them not that he doesn't know of them but because he went to the deepest darkest parts of our heart and said in spite of that i love you and i love you so much that i paid for all of that everything that you've done all of your sins and your wrongdoings your debt that you owed your cosmic eternal debt that you could never pay i paid for that and i love you so so very much and we can sing and rejoice because we know that jesus is our foundation because jesus is our foundation he says he loves us despite whatever we do even if we mess up not that we should purposely mess up but that we can celebrate and rejoice because he loves us even when we mess up because we're humans we're always going to fail we are never perfect and the fact that he loves us in spite of that is so so very beautiful so we can sing and rejoice and we can take all of the truth that the world or satan or anybody throws at us we can take it all because jesus has paid for it all and that is just such a beautiful truth and i think another another powerful point is that we also when telling the truth we need to not do it just the truth but we need to do it with grace and truth and uh this with our church um our like kind of I think the name is mission statement is cultivating communities of grace and truth. And um, you cannot have one without the other because if you just give grace and there's no truth, they're just going to continually mess up or not do what they're supposed to if you're just like grace, grace, grace. And if you just give truth, it can be really hurtful sometimes. You need to give grace and truth. Gracefully tell them the truth. Do not pound on them and do not hate them, but do not withhold the information from them lie to them in one sense like basically just lie to them don't lie to them either you need to give them graceful truth grace and truth to them do not lie give them grace and truth so ladies and gentlemen i hope that brought hope to your week just the reality that jesus he sees all of the wrongdoings we done and he still loves us he's looked in the deepest darkest parts of our souls parts that we may not have even seen and he still says he loves us not he loves that but he loves us in spite of that so ladies and gentlemen i hope that filled you with some hope and as i know it really filled me with hope today and i really highly recommend that you check out that sermon because that is a great one all right ladies and gentlemen on to the next segment Welcome to Paradise Gamers, the verse of the day, brought to you by the Bible app. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Paradise Gamers Verse of the Day brought to you by the Bible app. That's not like a sponsorship or anything. That's literally just where I'm getting the verse of the day. So the Bible app gives out a verse of the day every day. And today's verse of the day, I just, I really thought was just fantastic. And every day it's a fantastic, just quick little read. I have it on a widget on my home screen. And I feel like I just, I really wanted to share out to you guys and the Holy spirit was like hey you should you should share this out um because i felt like today's was just really really good so today's verse of the day is ephesians 2 10 esv for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god pre prepared beforehand that we should walk in them now this verse just it, i i really enjoy how this verse starts out it says for we are his workmanship we are literally created by the hands of god he put thought and uh time and worked on us he we are his workmanship we are what he has created we are not just something that he just 
you know, just like, ah, oh, that, that exists now. No, he, he was working on us. He was designing us. It was, he was taking time and thinking through all of these different like things. He, he put time and effort and he loves us. He loves what he has created, not necessarily our sins and our failures, but he loves us. He loves us so, so very much. And then it goes on. So it's created in Christ Jesus for good works. Now created in Christ Jesus. I'm not even sure what that means, but that sounds awesome. And because this is the, this is the Christ Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the savior of everybody who paid for all of our sins and all of our iniquities that christ jesus it, that's pretty awesome created in christ jesus for good works it, he he made us in christ jesus to do good works not to prove to him that we are worthy of his praise but rather out of joy for what he has done for us that we may celebrate and out of us flows a river of good works from the infinite fountain of joy that jesus brings to us and then which God created, uh, which God prepared beho- beforehand that we should walk in them. I feel like this is really powerful for me because I struggle a lot with where like I'll try to go up to whether it's like maybe the dishes or I see something that like maybe is a little off or isn't right or something that needs to be cleaned up going out, out and like uh, talking to a neighbor. Or, you know, I, I'm, I just purposely... I struggle with where I try and like just initiate all of these good works and maybe at the front of my mind it's like oh I'm doing this for God but in reality I'm just trying to I'm trying to prove it. my real motivation is I'm trying to prove to him like hey look what I've done see it this is why you should love me and he's like no 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 I I love you not because of what you have done but because of what Jesus has done that is why I love you and I love you so so very much and I love you to the ends of the earth because I died for you. I paid the ultimate price for you. I paid for all of your sins and everybody's sins because I love you. I love you so much. And I will set up ways that you can show my joy. And that is just really, really just comforting for me. That like, hey, I don't have to like, not that I, I don't need to initiate things, but I don't have to try and find ways to, you know, do good works or like, I don't have to purposely be going out constantly seeking to do good works to prove to god hey look at me love me no he he take he sets these things up in his mind and plans out these beautiful ways that we can be lights they're not always going to be easy or maybe fun but they will be for the greater good and joy of jesus and he will work through us in whatever situation he brings us and it is not up to us to create these situations but god creates them before beforehand and then i feel like this is just a cool way of putting it um uh the author says that we should walk in them that we just walk in them he it's like he makes a path that we should walk through it it's we're not designing the path we are walking through it and with him guiding us so that is the verse of the day for today i hope you guys enjoyed and were brought a little bit of uh or or a lot a lot of just hope and joy from god's word so ladies and gentlemen without further ado let's get into the next segment The March Madness segment. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, so I don't generally talk about sports on the podcast, and this is definitely not a sports podcast, but why not talk about some March Madness? So March Madness is both the men's and the women's NCAA basketball tournament Um just the tournament they have um, in March after it's like kind of the final finale tournament um, for the men's and women's season. And so what happens is people will go and they'll make brackets for like, because uh, they have, they always have the starting, they have selection Sunday where they'll give out all of the, like who's going to play who and what, what, or sometimes they have the when they're going to play, but generally you don't know that till a little further in the week. Uh, but they like give out who's going to play and then you fill out who you think's going to win the championship and you go game by game like, all right, these two teams are going to play and uh, is there, is this going to be a upset or what? 
what is like, how, how do you think it's going to turn out and how my family, at least how we've done it for the past few years is we've done competitions. So, um, the, like we use the NCAA website and like when you use that, it will just kind of, you know, it like tracks everything. So you just basically fill out your bracket and then kind of watch it as March Madness goes on. But we always do friendly competition, competition and whoever wins gets a large bebops milkshake and then get second gets medium and third gets small and i can't remember if fourth or fifth uh or sixth get anything but um it's always a competition we do in our family and it's really fun i i really enjoy it and the march madness i feel like what's really fun about it is for some reason every year uh, i i'm God, I'm guessing God just has a fantastic time whenever he, uh, when he like orchestrates these March Madness games because it's they're always it seems like just like you wouldn't like the underdogs always seem to have the advantage in March Madness like you, like the first round specifically you see big teams that were going in like the top they do like seeds and if you're a 16 seed that's the worst seed and a one seed that's the best seed and you see um i remember i think two or three years ago i think it was three years ago uh 16 seed for the first time and i'm pretty sure like forever beat the one seed and like it's it, that's why it's called march madness because it's just crazy and people are like oh my goodness this is bananas and that's why the brackets are so fun it's because they're so unexpected like it's not like you know you'd be like oh well of course you just pick the better team of the two but like some teams just show up and other teams just don't and i feel like um when when i'm not sure how god does this but when he does he makes these march madness just super duper exciting and it's i just really enjoy watching i i'm i'm a terrible like when it comes to brackets like i will make my bracket and actually my brackets already no it's not busted but like um, my team who was winning it all already lost in the first round. So uh, my bracket is not looking too good, but I'm out of out of my family. I'm actually doing pretty well. I, I think I'm in second or something like that. But um, I always just find myself cheering for the underdog, like the team that's like either like shouldn't win or is losing bad i'm always like come on you can do it i like i just always find myself cheering for the underdog even when my bracket says i'm cheering for the other team just because i don't know that's just i really like rooting for the underdog because um like in in jesus's story though he technically wasn't the underdog he was playing it as he was an underdog you know he was he his family like had nothing at all and um he humbled himself so little and it, he was going up against Satan, this huge adversary, even though he was God, he made himself so very, very small and was still perfect in being. And he came and destroyed Satan. It was the ultimate underdog story um, where Jesus is on the cross and looking like he's going to die. And yet he destroys Satan and rises again. Just such an ultimate, awesome, the ultimate underdog story. And that, I, I just always has me cheering for the underdog team unless it's like a team i'm like all right i, I kind of want these guys to win but yeah i just i really really enjoy march madness and even if you're not a big basketball person like if you surround yourself by people who like are really competitive or really enjoy basketball teams like it's fun to like it's like yeah yeah like no like sometimes i'm up in my bedroom and i can hear my dad just like like yelling like yeah or no like what in the world why like it's, it's just so fun because people get excited Excited, and I just I feel like March Madness is just a really really fun tournament. So even if you're not a big basketball person, I recommend if you have some TV, um, uh, like uh, if you have like the channels, like I know TNT, uh, the TBS, I think is one. I they, there aren't any like uh there aren't a ton of games on regular like there are some on regular television but if you're like if you really want to get into it you have to have those uh like other channels to uh, to watch and like there there was games there's games thursday friday um today and i think it just goes like it's like all of march like i i think the first round is always pretty quick because it like goes and there's the first round then there's the round of 32 sweet 16 elite eight final four and then the championship and um, it kind of slows down as it gets into those later rounds like you're not having as many games like now there's like game after game after game after game if you like really want to like watch them all you have to have multiple tvs but it starts to slow down and then 
it's fun to watch those like really big games as well so march madness has been something i've been enjoying and i really recommend you go and check it out it is a little late to fill out a bracket since like you know upsets have already happened and teams have already won and lost but i mean even if you still want to i'm sure you could but yeah march madness is a fantastic event and i recommend that um if you haven't or if you are keep watching or uh, start watching it's super fun so ladies and gentlemen without further ado let's get into the next segment Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the final segment of the GG God and Games podcast episode for this week. Now, this final segment for today's episode is going to be a little bit different than a normal one. I'm actually splitting it in half. I'm not sure if I'm actually going to split it up like literally two different segments or if I'm just going to do it all and be like, all right, on to the next subject. But today's in today's final segment we're going to be talking about um, a game that I believe I've mentioned on the show before I'm not sure but I've been having some really awesome experiences with as of recently recently meaning today and yesterday uh, yeah like literally very very recently and then um, also a pretty big update with Fortnite Battle Royale season 6 launched on was it it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I, I believe it was Tuesday. So some pretty big things. And the game that I'm going to be discussing first is Minecraft Dungeons. Now, if you've played Minecraft Dungeons before, um, it is a dungeon crawler, mine, a, a Minecraft take on a cla- like classic dungeon crawler games. And basically, um, you are you like are this character in this arch illager who's this like small little guy who found this orb of dominance he like found this like crazy mystical power orb and now he's all the way like creating havoc making illagers which are like um if you've played normal minecraft they're like really hostile villagers or they're not even villagers they're like hostile like they travel in like clans and stuff like that but basically he takes illagers and has like wrecked havoc on the overworld and in all sorts of different places or in the very start just the overworld and basically you go through i believe let's see one two three four five oh wait hold up one two three four five six seven eight um, base missions um, you go through all the way up to defeating the arch illager in which you uh, destroy the orb of dominance and rescue him from the evil spell and um, the the missions follow as there's creeping woods soggy swamp um, pre- preserve pastures uh, or wait no is it oh no I messed that up because that's the uh, that's the that's the battle for neighborville map but basically you got eight maps and they explore all different realms of the overworld that the arch illager has inflicted his evil upon with the orb of dominance and um on it it, oh my goodness this game is like i kind of went in stages so i first so back in august uh, I, my friend had a birthday and I planned out this whole thing because he had been like in quarantine and his family wasn't, uh, doing a lot of like interaction stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to plan an online birthday party for you. So what we did is we divided the day up into, I think there are two, two to three hour, just two, I think it was two hour segments. So it was like two hours, one game two with some people, two hours, another game, another game with some people. And then, uh, final two hours with a final game with some other people. And the first game, uh, the present I got for him was Minecraft Dungeons. And man, we beat the game on default difficulty. And man, we had a blast. It was so fun because you're going through, you really have to work as a team. And you know, you're taking out mobs and stuff like that. And they're dropping these really, really cool weapons and armor. And like the game in and of itself is a really basic game. But they've built so much on top of that basic foundation. And like when a game's like that, where like the base mechanic, are easy like you know this does this this does this this does this you have three um slots that um 
three like artifact slots you have one weapon you have a bow and you have armor go and like they have like some other stuff sprinkled in there but overall it's a really basic and then they just build a bunch on that man i love games like that and this is one of those games so it started off there and then for my brother's birthday i also got him minecraft dungeons and we played a little bit more not as much but we played a little bit more and then like we we like really really pushed hard on the minecraft dungeons and i believe when school hit we kind of you know let let our feet off the gas a little bit there and we didn't really touch it since then but there has been a resurgence as of recently there was like a little update um that they did i believe i can't remember if it was the halloween update i feel like because they did like a one day halloween update i don't actually think we played we were like thinking about it but i'm not sure we did but there's been a resurgence. My friend was like, you know, you want to play some Minecraft dungeons? I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's do this. And we were playing. I'm like, man, this is, I really like this. And so then my little brother, now he is an awesome kid. Oh my goodness gracious. I love my little brother so much. And he, when he gets into a game, he pushes hard. Like he goes crazy into it. And this is no different with Minecraft dungeons. Like I remember we were having a conversation about Minecraft dungeons and then he like really, really wanted to play with me and my friend. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, you can play with us. And he did. And then I just think he literally was just like, this game is so cool. And then the next day, cause you know, it's been over spring break, you know, lots and lots of video games. He just went crazy in it and he like with a little help from me because you know i'm the big brother he's like yo can you help me out with this i'm like yeah yeah yeah, i got you so we we did a little bit i helped him on the final boss and we beat that together and he's like because like this this was ultimately i think he won because he's he really likes to like you know show up other people he's like yo 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 check this out check on my level come on get on my level and stuff like that so he really wanted there's so there's four difficulties as of recently they recently added a harder difficulty which is crazy so there's you have your default you have once you beat once you beat every base the base a eight missions on default then you unlock adventure and then once you beat the base um, eight levels on adventure, you'll unlock apocalypse uh, base, eight levels on apocalypse, apocalypse plus. Now he really wanted the apocalypse difficulty. Why? I'm not sure. I I'm guessing he like wanted to like, he, he just, he wanted to push through it. He wanted it. He wanted to beat all of the things. So he unlocked adventure or unlocked. He finally, we did the final boss on adventure and I'm like, cool, you know, this is <laughs> breaking a little sweat. You know, this is, this is not easy. Uh, but you know, it was like, it was kind of in that like easy, not easy zone. And then, uh, he, he was like, can, can we just try can, can, or no, I think actually I was like, you know what? Let, let's just, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's do it on apocalypse. And then he's getting excited. He's like, Oh, apocalypse difficulty. So we actually went and we didn't go crazy. We're still, we're kind of chilling on apocalypse one, which honestly I, I think is a, a nice achievement, but we beat, um, uh, uh, so we beat uh, creeping woods on apocalypse one we beat uh soggy swamp on apocalypse one and i think pumpkin pastures is the the level three mission and then we beat punk pumpkin pastures on level one and man oh man oh it was such a blast i had such a good time with him and like since like as as a kid until like um last year like i was not a christian and i was just really mean to my brothers when i was younger and i was so selfish and i really destroyed a lot of those relationships early on and i feel like god has really been helping me to rebuild these relationships that i really just messed up when i was turned away from god and i thank him so much for that and i feel like this is just one of those cases where like I like I had my relationship with my little brother like I would I would just be so mean to him sometimes and hurt him just because I was angry and I wanted to get my anger out on him and then I would hurt him either physically or I'd say mean things to him and like just really really tear him down and this is just one of those awesome instances where God gave me the opportunity to rebuild that relationship and I could just see the joy in his eyes as he was so happy that his big brother was playing with him on the Xbox and I I was outside and I was thinking you know like man, what a, what, what is a better way to build a great relationship than with a giant adversary? Like 
the apocalypse difficulty is just such a good way because there's so much communication and teamwork we have to do be like hey you I, I can't have you doing this and like hey i i need to do this better and stuff like that that we're having to communicate to each other that i feel like is just really really cool and i feel like it's really building a great relationship that i just i really messed up early on as a kid and i'm so thankful that god has given me a second well more than a second chance but just another chance to um build on that relationship and man he is so excited he's just like oh we're going to do apocalypse and he's always talking to me and oh man it's just it's so great so i feel like that has just been so sweet and so special um just that relationship being built and being able to be there with my little brother and hanging out in uh minecraft dungeons so that has been a really really fun game that we've been playing over spring break and i can't wait hopefully i don't know i don't know is is it It'd be a pretty crazy push to get Apocalypse Plus before spring break. You know, I'm technically quarantined, so my spring break's a little longer than most people's. But uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm just really glad that we've that God has just given us this game to really connect and build. And I mean, that's the same way with Jesus. Like, what what is a greater way to build a relationship? Jesus building our her relationship, getting better and better and better than with a great adversary, Satan. I needed to. Pay on Jesus so much he doesn't need to depend on me but he is there for me and loves me in it all and it is just so fantastic um, just to see uh, like just me being able to be a light in that love just flowing out onto my little brother and uh, I just like as the relationship with Jesus and or as the me and my brother are building our relationship in the game it's the same way with me uh, Jesus building a relationship and me building a relationship with Jesus as we face off against Satan, the greatest adversary they'll ever be. And Jesus is there. He loves us and we can depend on him forever and ever. So ladies and gentlemen, that is the first half of our gaming segment, our final segment. And then without further ado, let's get in the next part of this final segment. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the second half of the final segment of our GG God and Games podcast episode today. Now, in this part of the segment, I'm going to be talking about a update that happened to Fortnite Battle Royale this week, and man oh man was it a crazy, crazy, crazy one. But that's enough of me just talking. Let me explain what's going on. So Fortnite had their Season 6 update, which is just called Primal. So Season 6 Primal is the name of the season, and to give a little background, uh, Season 5 ended, or well, Season 6 began with you going into this basic um it's i don't know if a movie is the right word you're just kind of like uh it starts out with like a cutscene, and then it goes in like you're now in the story and you're kind of playing it out and it's basically it's basically the um the version that they did instead of doing a live event they just had this kind of event style thing where you're just watching it and it's more of a interactive like story experience rather than you just like watching something happen like there was like lots of dialogue and there's like a cutscene and there was like all sorts of stuff going on and I really really enjoyed it and here's like kind of a summary of what happened so Jonesy um or like Agent Jones Jonesy, he, or I think, I think his name's Agent Jones. I'm not sure. Agent Jones Jonesy, whatever you want to call him. He basically was riding in on a battle bus as a zero point. Cause if you remember at the end of season five, the zero point was kind of going crazy and Jonesy's coming in and he's like listening to, or he's hearing this person who's like, don't go in, don't go in. You're not supposed to do this. Stop doing this. And Jonesy's basically like, Oh, I'm doing it anyway. And he like, he like has this the like kind of orb like it looks like a rift that he was using to bring all the hunters in for this season he like drops and he's like oh no he dives takes 99 fall damage and uh gets it back and basically crushes this like uh communication device he's like i'm going in and basically he runs in and it's like there's chaos all around the zero point 
And then once he makes his way, there's like some funny scenes in there as well in the chaos. As he makes his way through the chaos, he um he's like, uh, I forget what he says, but like he just takes his uh like rift looking thing and chucks it at the zero point, and basically this giant meteorite comes out, and uh this guy named the Foundation, who if you remember the visitor from season three, chapter one, or the scientist from season ten or season X, chapter one. He is a similar looking, and I believe he's in the same realm as those other two guys who I believe they're part of something called the seven. And I believe that his name's the foundation, um, that he is the one of the seven. And basically he has this kind of, well, it starts out as aggressive dialogue with Jonesy, but once, uh, Jonesy, he makes this deal. He's like, Oh, I'll tell you about Gino and the sisters. And, I I like read some articles like it could have some biblical ties. I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. But I really have no idea what it is. And so he's basically all right. You have a deal. And Jones is like, just fix this. And he points to the zero point. So foundation goes in and works this magic. And basically, um, you're like getting hit by like these reality waves, which are changing, like what you look like, your setting and what Jonesy looks like. And basically the first one hits and you turn into this, uh, it basically, it goes through the battle pass skins actually for season six, which was kind of cool. You got to play as all of the different skins or most of them. I think some of them, some of them weren't in there. Uh, cause well, one of them is Jonesy. Another one was a DC skin that you didn't get to play as. And then the final tier hundred skin you also didn't get to play as, uh, but the other three, uh, or no, the other three, three out of the seven, I believe three out of the seven battle pass skins. Yeah. One, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Seven you got to play out as three of the seven skins and you're just kind of going around. You, you pick up the like riff thing and are like shutting all of the riffs with it. And you're like, seeing, seeing like you see wolves, which are in season six. And you actually also see like a helicopter, um, which was, is not in season six, sadly, but you're going around seeing all these things. And once you close the final one, Jonesy's like, yes, we did it. And then the foundation's like, Oh, nope, we didn't. And the, like as as this is going on the zero point is like blooming into this flower and it's actually really really pretty um especially if you're running it on the series x i i, I can't remember if i got to see it on the series x or if i did it on one of the other xboxes but it's a really cool like um like bloom that happens and then it like you can see it like turns red and fails and the foundation's like all right i'm not able to fix it but i can control the blast and basically he makes this huge spire and i can't remember if you if it shows other spires being made or just the original or the base spire. And, um, cause there are other spires that are smaller that are around the map. And Jonesy's like, let's go help him. And basically you run up and help him. Um, the foundation, you run up and help the foundation and you like go all the way up the spire and you see he's like in there and he's like, um, like, uh, I'm not able to contain that and like stuff like that. And Jonesy's like, all right, all right, but we're going to be trapped in the loop because uh, he, like, asks him to seal this orb that the Foundation is in. And he's like, I'll, I'll find you, and when I do, you'll tell me everything. And Jonesy is like, you have my word. And basically, like, takes his rift thing, punches the orb, and then everything explodes. And so now Jonesy and the Foundation, supposedly the Foundation, is trapped in the loop. And so... That is how season six kicks off, and it was a really fantastic cinematic. And if you haven't played it, which means you haven't played Fortnite, so because like, once you log into Fortnite, like it, it'll just play. So if you want to, if that sounds interesting, just log right into Fortnite, and it'll take you right into that. And it's it's really cool. I really recommend you check it out. And so that kicks off season six. Now season six in and of itself is called Primal, so you can kind of see from the spire like the, these like it almost looks like a star like going out from the center like hits all these different parts of the island and it hits some parts and doesn't hit other others and it's like this orange like kind of autumn look um in these like in the parts where it, the island got hit and basically it just it's primal so now it's like going back in time so there's like wolves and frogs and um boars that roam the island the weapons are now all primal and they added this whole crafting system where you use animal animal bones you basically have like these um 
you have so you have your mechanical weapons and you can either take animal bones to make them primal weapons or you can take uh, uh like i think car parts is the name uh or mechanical parts or something like that uh i think car parts and you can take those to make the like current weapons and it's like ars they added pumps back into the game um, or you can make the primal rifle, the primal shotgun, the primal SMG, stuff like that. So um, they have this like really intricate crafting system, which I think is really cool. And for those players, like uh, one of my brothers really enjoys like kind of that, like, you know, getting all the good loot and stuff like that. And that crafting system, I think he does really enjoy because you can make uh, as long as you have the materials relatively whatever you want. And so it's it's a really, really cool system. And I do like it. I haven't quite figured it all out yet. Um, I like I have a buddy who's like all over this, like the hunting and the crafting. Like this is just right up his alley, <laughs> and I'm I'm still kind of struggling to figure it out. But it is a super duper cool system. So now um, every all of these different locations are like prehistoric, like dinosaur kind of themed stuff like that, and it's really cool. Like even the battle pass, like. It starts out, you got Agent Jonesy, and then you have Laura Croft, which was is part of the gaming series, and she's from the Tomb Raider series, which, you know, it kind of, it kind of, I can see, I can see how that fits, and then you have, like, this punk, like, dinosaur girl, I'm not even sure, I forget what her name is, and then uh, it goes on, you have, who's next, I think, is it, and then there's I think Cluck, yeah, Cluck, oh no, Raz, who's like this, like, kind of wizard kind of guy who, like, deals with the Kevin, if you remember Kevin the Cube, like that kind of, like, the dark magic stuff like that, so that, like, a dark magic wizard uh, named Raz, and so he's the next in line, and he has some cool styles, and then there's Cluck, who's my personal favorite, um, also known as Chuck, because that's, like, when I read it first, I'm like, Chuck? Um, but yeah, so Cluck or Chuck, whatever you prefer to call him, he's just this big chicken. <laughs> it's just a fantastic, I love skins like that where it's just totally like, just not serious at all. Just really funny. Um, and so you got Cluck in there and then you actually have, I think your name is Raven. Oh man. I think Raven from Teen Titans and she has like a whole bunch of styles and she actually has a pretty cool pig axe as well. So Raven from DC is, I, I believe her name is Raven or no, it's not Raven. Uh, the, the lady, the dark magic lady, she's in there. Um, I forget her name. That's, I'm so sorry guys. Um, or no, I think it is Raven. Uh, Okay, whatever, the dark magic lady from Teen Titans, or, yeah, Teen Titans, yeah, so she's in there, and then uh, you have, and then finally you have a Spire Guardian, or the Spire Guardian, what, I forget what the name is, but it's this, like, really, really cool skin, which, and there's Spire Guardians who guard these different spires throughout the map, and it's uh, one of those as a skin, and the Spire Guardians are pretty powerful and drop really, really good loot, so um, the Spire Guardian is also uh, the Tier 100 skin, and has this cool emote where it takes off, uh, or she actually takes off her mask, and it's like a human, you're like, oh my goodness gracious, so it, it's really cool, and then I, Neymar Jr., I think the soccer player is I, I don't know if he's a secret skin or just like a skin that you get later on but he's I believe unless they like just named the skin they made Neymar Jr. I'm not sure why they do that but Neymar Jr. is in there and I believe we'll be getting the foundation sometime in there as well and then the the wi the winning umbrella like the victory royale umbrella is called the foundation uh I, I'm not sure if it's called, I think it's the foundation brella or something like that. It's super cool. And it's like got the like foundation, like, um, in insomnia or some the symbol on it. And yeah, it's, it's a really cool one. So lots of cool stuff in the battle pass. I think my favorite part of the battle pass is probably the agent Jonesy skin, because as you go throughout the battle pass, you get these, they're called like jump something. And it's like, it's, it's a picture of agent Jonesy's back bling. Um, and I, I uh, can't remember if the backlink changes, but I know the um, the skin changes, and it's kind of like throughout uh, season five and into season six how Agent Jonesy changes. He like went and got different hunters and uh, 
also how he like got super crazy awesome looking and went into the zero point or like ran up to the zero point and did all the stuff with the foundation so it's kind of that like evolution of the or the changing of the jonesy skin um the agent jonesy skin so there's like just regular agent jonesy and then there's like ripped up agent jonesy and then one of my personal favorites I'm not sure what it's called, but it's Agent Jonesy with aviators, the sunglasses, and he looks so cool. Oh my goodness gracious, I love that style. And then it like goes on, and then you like get the bandana Agent Jonesy and stuff like that. Um, I think the next one is kind of a hybrid be- between bandana Agent Jonesy and then the like uh, the like suit Agent Jonesy. But um, I really enjoy the Agent Jonesy skin, and then of course Cluck, and then I really like there's it's called boots and cats and it's like a beatboxing emote oh my goodness gracious it's fantastic and i really enjoy that one as well so the battle pass is fantastic the crafting weapon system they've also said that they're going to be adding more i believe they hint, they either said or hinted at more powerful like ai um like wildlife i don't know if wildlife is the correct term but that'll be roaming around the island as the season continues but so far this season is looking great it's like kind of just a fun season it's not like super like mind-blowing but it's not like oh this is not fun um it's just like kind of a cool fun one that i've just really enjoyed so um i recommend you check it out there's all sorts of stuff you can get like um mythic boots from like carrying this orb all the way to the spire from the different spire guardians there's all sorts of cool stuff in this season so i highly recommend you check it out so ladies and gentlemen that is going to do it for this week's podcast episode i hope you guys enjoyed i know i had a blast i hope you guys um just um enjoyed listening to this episode as well so ladies and gentlemen go out into the week remember that jesus loves you so so very much and that he has paid for your sins he has paid for your transgressions and you can handle the truth because jesus says he loves you and he gives you affirmation despite what you have done and he he has seen what you've done and um in spite of that he has still loved you and he still loves you not the evil things we've done but just you. He loves you so very much. So live in that love this week. Look to him and live in his love. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening and have a fantastic week. Peace.